When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The Bulldogs are six from six and their captain, Marcus Spontempelli, is with us. Marcus, welcome to Crunch Time. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. What you make of last night with a little bit of time to, to ponder it? Yeah, it was, um, you know, obviously the game for, for probably majority three quarters was a bit of a grind. Um, they, you know, GWS really brought it from a from a pressure point of view and, and really tried to, um, I guess, limit our ability with the ball and, um, yeah, play their own sort of style. But, but good win in the end and, and good to see probably some of our more natural game come out in the last quarter. Was there a fraction less aggression than you might have might have anticipated? Yeah, probably probably seen that way when you consider probably our, our previous previous encounters um, with each other. It was certainly um, you know still a challenging game and still a physical game, but it probably yeah it wasn't as um, you know wasn't as fierce maybe as it has been in the past. Um, but yeah, good game all in all. Did you have? It looked like Eastern Wood was the sheriff. Any time Toby Green stepped out of ground, it was Eastern Wood's role to get in there and just settle him and sort him out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was um, well, not not necessarily not a planned thing at all. I think it's just um, you know Woody, you know, looking to opportunities to to stick up for his teammates at different points, and obviously Toby was having a pretty big influence on the on the game anyway from his own sort of offensive side of things. So uh, we probably had our hands full just trying to limit his his ability, but um, yeah, always look to help and support each other, and that's something Woody's really good at. Sheriff Woody too, Dell. You like that? <laughs> Here we go, Sheriff. Um, good morning, Marcus. Hope everything is going well with you off the back of a great performance last night. I'm just interested in the way that you see the game and you felt the game last night because from the sideline, it was a little bit more slow and conservative, which hasn't been your game style this year. Are you guys able to or learning about going at different speeds and how to adjust on the fly to what the opposition are doing to you? Because it looked clearly like the Giants were just trying to bottle it up and slow you guys down, particularly off the half-back line. Yeah, they were. And we, we got a sense for that probably pretty early that um, maybe they were trying to build the ball up a little bit, um, keep the ball off us and then maybe, you know, force us to, to fatigue a little bit, which is, has probably happened to us the previous week as well. And, and as you know, um, now that we're probably, you know, five, six weeks into the season, teams are getting a probably good feel for, for how teams are playing and, and how to counteract probably their, their strengths and, and, you know, especially our sort of offensive play. So, it's something we'll, we'll, you know, continue to, to go to school on. But I think, you know, in, in the game today, there's um, such good research. Teams aren't going to sort of give you what you want at times. And, and our mentality probably continued to be just to, to sort of grind it out, hang in there, play the game, sort of the way that it was being forced to, and then look to continue to explore how we could, you know, open it up and, and bring our strengths and our offensive ability to the fore. And, and like I said, we managed to get get a hold of that a bit more late. But, yeah, certainly get a feel for how teams are maybe wanting to play us um, this time around. Hey, Bonds, Craig Jennings here, mate. Great to hear from you again. 
Now, um, way back in 2016, you were really interested in leadership, and I know you uh, picked my brain around other captains that I'd worked with or other leaders of football clubs like Job Watson. And what I've seen from the outside at the Bulldogs is, one, your leadership and the growth in that area, but also the the leaders at the whole football club. And I was wondering if you could give us some insights, the listeners some insights into, um, you know, where you're getting your leadership ideas from and who you're working with and who your mentors might be in that regard. Yeah, good day, mate. Good to um, good to chat again after after a few years. It's um, you know, it's probably something on a personal level that um, you know, I've just naturally evolved and, and felt a bit more comfortable with. And, and last year was a, a challenging year for for a different sort of range of reasons. But um, you know, it's it's something that's probably you know feeling a bit more comfortable to me. I think the the shift that we've probably tried to make and, and maybe naturally has happened is we've sort of tried to, um, I guess, instill a bit more of a, a flatter structure when it comes to, to leadership. And, you know, obviously we've got a couple of figureheads in, in you know, myself and, and Mitchie Wallace as the, as the VC, but um, started to look for, you know, how we can, um, you know, approach leadership on a, you know, on a larger, larger scale and have, you know, greater ownership, greater opportunity for for all players to you know be leaders in their in their own ways. So, for me personally, you know, there's there's different people that I speak to. Bevo's obviously a, a big one who I've got a huge amount of respect for and, and admire, and obviously a, a great relationship with him. But often find myself just talking to to him about you know different things throughout the week and. Um, as we continue to sort of see our, our you know, players and, and people evolve, you start to see these these things evolve in, in people and, and, you know, our mentality sort of, um, we need everyone, that it can't be left up to, to too few. So that probably, I guess, underpins our, our leadership sort of philosophy that um, we just need everyone contributing and, and that seems to be working for us so far. We saw last night post-game, and I don't know if there's been any audio attached to it, Bont, but... Luke Beveridge speaking to the group in an open forum for one of the very few times we almost got some access to the way that you have that relationship with the coach and he put a book down relating to the Anzac theme and the week uh, that you're about to encounter. But I thought he went out of his way specifically to mention those that had to change the style of their game, that weren't playing a good first half mm. of football. And he, he acknowledged those guys. I think he used the word inspirational to them. Just take us inside mm. the week and how important that sort of turnaround from individuals was for you last night. Yeah, it was, and, and I think you're going to find, and, and you know this, Nick, as well, that, that week to week, you're not always going to be able to produce your, your best because, you know, for whatever reason, you're maybe having a, an off game or the opposition's trying to, you know, quell your influence, whatever it might be. It's 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 a team game, and we, we need you to continue to, to stay, you know, and stick to the, the team team principles and, and what we expect and, and that's that's if that's all you can bring then, then, then that's great and, and he was just reinforcing that for those players who it might not have been their day they still managed to find probably their best in those really important moments and, and that was probably you know that fourth quarter especially to begin with we really need to start it well and, and try, try to build some momentum and um, I think what we're, we're feeling and, and sensing as a group is that we need everyone, that we can't, like I said before, rely on too few. And, and regardless of, yeah, if the game's going your way or not, just continue to persist and, and continue to keep the team front of mind. So he was really complimentary of, of those those players who were able to do that. And it obviously made a big sort of difference for us in the end. Bonds, just connecting in with that, um, I saw firsthand the power of the Luke Beveridge theme and connecting stories to, to um, 
yeah, really influence a, a player's game. Now, I don't you, I don't know if you remember this back in 2016, but we went down to Launceston and he put up on the board, I think it was Veni Vedi Vici, which was Roman for we came, we saw, we conquered, and we got mm. beaten by 100. And then <laughs> the next week he put up one about the easy rider and nobody in the room, because it was a movie from the 70s, I think, none of us knew what he was talking about. But is there one that comes to mind that was either really powerful in terms of a positive performance or one that the players still laugh about that didn't quite hit the mark? Yeah, there's probably, well, I mean, with Bevo, that's probably where he's, um, not your heart and your mouth at different points. He's been he's been so good for so long, but I can imagine it would be difficult after setting such a a good standard early on to to continue to find those those new themes and I guess inspirational elements to think outside of of, of just the game, which which we you know have have reacted to and latched onto a number of a number of times. And um, yeah, sometimes you know he probably feels like he's. He's come out of it and absolutely nailed it. But um, we go out and, like you said, we, we don't go as well. And unfortunately, sometimes you, you waste a good one. Um, or unfortunately, <laughs> a somber performance, which he, he's, you know, he sort of says that's just the way it is. But um, for the one or two probably, you know, ones that, um, you know, go straight over the head of a, a few players, there's, there's a heap that, that have landed really well. Um, he, he run with this one about an everlasting gobstopper once um, and <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And I think there was a few like funny looks, just like so I could imagine he'd be reading the room as it's happening and, and just getting a feel for whether it's going to land or not. But um, we love what he brings. We love Bevo's, you know, I guess difference of of opinion and how he's how his mind works because it, it does impact us in a great way. So, would you expect something pretty good for Friday night? How big's the prospects uh, being unbeaten through six rounds and and facing the champs in Richmond? Yeah, it's it's you know it's a it's a great opportunity for us um, to play in a in a you know a big game on on Friday night and and you know Richmond have been the the benchmark now for for a couple of years and and you do you look forward to you know testing yourself uh, against the best and you have to try and you know you have to beat them to try and improve and and, and take things further so um, you know it's it's a great opportunity for us it is a big prospect so um, no doubt Bevo will have something. Um, we'll be thinking of something in the ensuing days. Hey, Marcus, Sam Edmund here. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Obviously, the win last night coming at a, at a pretty serious cost. I mean, does a, a big collective arm go around someone like Lin Jong? It does. It does, mate. And it's um, almost a bit heartbreaking at times when you, you know, see any injury happen and significant ones always always hurt you a little bit more. But, you know, for someone like Jong, who has um, done it, hard at different points and his body at you know at, at a number of um times has sort of let him down so <clears throat> you understand it's 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 part of the game but but sometimes it just feels feels a little bit cruel so <clears throat> anyway we'll, we'll just try our best to continue to support him um continue to help him you know as he looks towards his, his rehab but yeah the game can be you know a touch cool at times and how significant is it just quickly with Lin Jong? Yeah, off to get scans, I'm pretty sure, today. We just landed back from Canberra not long ago, so he'll probably be off to get a scan. But, um, you know, I think it's looking probably on the more serious side. We're probably, fingers crossed, it's it's not as, but, um, you know, hopefully it's not too long. But, yeah, we'll just wait and see. And I know you're not the club medico, and, and Dunks, Josh Dunkley's obviously spending a bit of time up mm. north with, it, with his family, which was pre-planned. Mm. But what's the yep. early diagnosis with him and whether he'll need to uh, undergo surgery? 
Yeah, well, there's um, you would have if you you know watched the game, you would have been able to tell it was a um, pretty nasty dislocation. So he's he's had that twice. So he'll be the mm. same. He'll be off the scans, but um, you know they're always a little bit serious those ones too. So without giving you a, a, an exact figure, I'm, unfortunately we might be missing him for a little while, but. Um, hopefully we can, you know, keep things going and, um, yeah, get him back as soon as possible. And I hate to keep hitting you up with, with the injuries, but uh, that was the story of last night, of course. Just with Tim English, obviously short-term, it's the concussion. Long-term, are there any fears or concerns over the jaw? It was a pretty brutal hit that uh, that he caught from Aaron Norton there inadvertently, of course. Yeah, yep. Speaking with him um, this morning before we flew out, and I think our uh, medical team sort of assessed him and the jaw seems to be to be okay, so probably just under the... The concussion protocol, he'll he'll miss next week. But, you know, at this stage, we're hoping to get him back by the week after. So, um, you know, that's probably, yeah. uh, you know, a lucky part of, of that incident. But, yeah, still, you know, a bit disappointing that we'll lose him. But, but hopefully get him back pretty soon. No, that's good news. And just coming back to you, looking forward, I guess, I know you've said multiple times that the Dogs fans have nothing to worry about about your commitment beyond this year. But can you... Quickly, Marcus, bring us up to speed on the new contract. The Meat Bain said recently here on SEN that they were hopeful of something could be uh, struck in the coming weeks. Yeah, just uh, as I've probably said in the past, continuing to, to work through it. Um, manager Tommy Petroro is, you know, obviously in um, constant chats with the club as we sort of progress to, to getting something done. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure, you know, exactly on the timeline, um, but yeah, should be. Yeah, should be getting sorted hopefully pretty soon. And just one last cheeky one on it. You're 25, which is normally around the age that I guess signifies a player's most significant deal. Would you push for a long, long-term one? Um, something my probably manager, and then the club will probably continue to discuss over the sort of coming weeks. Um, but it's, yeah, it's um, it's an interesting one. I guess everyone treats the, the probably timing differently, but um, it's just something we'll continue to talk through and work through the next couple of weeks. Well played. <laughs> Marcus. <Four defensive. laughs> Great to have you on Crunch Time, Matt, and all power to you. It's a thrilling start to the season. Yep. No worries. Thanks, gents. Marcus Bontempelli, the Bulldogs cap. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Captain.